good soup. Take any biscuits? Hey, woo-woo. Okay, got one quick stick of pepper. There we go, James. All right, I'm right here. I got a little, got a little pond here. So Pepper's happy. He's, he's swimming in the water. It's 30 plus degrees out. Celsius. It's hot. Hey, Bradley Charbonneau here. We possible podcast and Thursday Thunder. Got something a little, a little different for you this week. I'm shouting out to a friend of mine, and she knows who she is because I'm going to send this to her. She is a fantastic, powerful singer, musician, artist that. This is a little bit of a pitch to her, okay? So here's a little background, ready? Repossible Cabaret. How's that sound, right? Now, I don't know if you know too much what Cabaret is. Cabaret in, oh, jeez, sorry. I realized I just kicked my entire tripod. That wouldn't happen in Repossible Cabaret, let me tell you. Although it is pretty improv. It's pretty just, let's go with the flow. It's live. It's performance. It's... It's art, it's a theater, it's a performance, it's musical, it's whatever you want it to be, whatever it is. So uh, I live in Utrecht in the Netherlands, and in Utrecht and in Amsterdam and The Hague, there's a thing called De Parade, the parade. And for those of you who don't know it, it's very much like a circus, like a traveling circus, although it just goes to those three towns. And there's a bunch of tents, there's food, and there's performances, whether it's uh, maybe even improv or musical or a band or singing or art or dance or some kind of performance on stage, right? And it could be anything. We saw one, we went there Sunday night with some friends. It's fantastic. This whole atmosphere is just lovely. I'll try to remember to get a picture in there of, of what we what we saw and just the, get the overall atmosphere of it. So I was just, I'm like, oh, this is cool. By the way, it's not all good. We went to this musical performance at the, towards the end, and I, it was terrible. I mean, I, terrible for me. But then again, this is, this is the opinion, right? This is what I like. It was super like hard rock, and I guess it could be called modern dance, but I don't know. It was, it was not pretty. <laughs> I, it was one of those like, when is it polite for me to walk out? At what point? That's how bad it was. But I'm putting that out here because here I am. I'm, I'm performing here and you can walk out anytime. I'm not even gonna see you. This is YouTube, right? So here we go. Here's the scene. We, the friends bought the tickets and they, you can choose. I want to go to this performance, I want to go to this dance, this show, this stage, whatever. So there was one thing and they didn't tell us what it was and I didn't really ask. So we go over there, you know, whatever. This one starts at five and it's a, a circular tent and there's, I don't know, maybe 30 people in there. And then there's a little stage, which was dirt, dirt floor. And there's a little stool and then there was a sleeping bag, I think. And then another little stool. So the guy, remember, I have no idea what this is. So the first guy comes out and he sits down and he has a guitar and, he's, and he plays a song. So I'm kind of, Kind of Western, fun, a little slow, right? I'm like, all right, that, that's cool. Maybe this is a musical event. All right, that's fine. Then another guy comes out, and it was funny because the way he came out, he was sort of like, he was almost like uncomfortable. And I thought like, oh, is he lost? Did he, is he too late for the seating? And he's going to go sit there? No, but then he, he sits on the little stool right in front. And I thought, oh, all right. And then he just... He starts talking, he starts telling his story and his story. And at first, remember, remember, I have no idea who this is, what this is about. 
Is it five minutes, three hours? No idea. And the guy tells a story, and he starts talking about how he was kidnapped. And I thought, okay, either he's a good storyteller or this is real because he's going into some detail and some some description where I thought like, wow, it's, it's really intriguing. And he was a good storyteller, so you're really on the edge of your seat. And then, and, But then he fades out and they fade the light. There wasn't a whole lot of production going on, but they fade the light at some point and then the guy does another guitar song. I'm like, oh, okay, that, that's cool. This guy tells a little story, that guy does a little music, and they did this back and forth, all right? So that's what happened on Sunday, Sunday evening. And I was just mesmerized. And a lot of me is thinking, that's fun. Ooh, I'm like, I like this. After the performance, I went, we went outside, got some drinks and food, and I went and left a voice message for this friend who I'm going to send this to. Because she sings and she, her voice is just, it's, it's deep, it's strong, it's powerful. And my thought to her was, hey, what if we did something like this? I, in this case, I tell a story. She's also a fantastic storyteller and great speaker. But I can't do music like she can. I can't sing. I can't play music. It's hopeless. I mean, maybe I thought it's one of my sort of wishes in life, but. It's not going to happen anytime soon. So I could tell a story and she could sing. And then the story that came to mind, I'm not going to tell you the story. I'm going to, I'm going to get into it real, real quick here just to give you an idea. And then I'll try to break it up into three parts. You know, Meanwhile, keeping this whole thing under 10 minutes. But just to give you an idea of how this could go. See? So there's maybe she comes out, maybe she sings a song. I don't think she plays any instruments. I'm not sure. Maybe we need a guitar player. I'm thinking for me, like this guy, guitar was good. Maybe violin even. Maybe some sort of bass. Some kind of low, slow, cool thing. Because the particular story I'm thinking about, I mean, it's fun. but So it's very much in my world, very much my personal development world, which is the kind of stuff I'd probably want to tell stories about. Something with a meaning, something with some help, something with a a purpose and some some message okay so here we go let's and this is gonna see this is my draft run without her which is gonna be pretty boring <laughs> but i'm rehearsing this in my head and here live with you to give you a bit of a, a background behind the scenes how i think through creating new content and this is where and i don't often do this full-on thing as an invitation to someone who doesn't know i'm going to send this to her <laughs> Let's see what she says. You know, who knows? Maybe she says no. Maybe she's like, Bradley, uh, no. Yeah. So let's say she comes out, sings this song, and it would set the tone for the story. And then she, I don't know, she fades out, or I'm just basing it on that the other evening. Maybe she fades out and she's in there. Maybe she's maybe strumming a few chords. I don't know. And then the story starts. And Story, I am going to tell you this story. I'm going to make it, it's probably a 10, 20 minute story. I'm going to make it like three minutes because I'm just going to give you the highlights and give you a little teaser as to this story as well. So long, many years ago, first met my uh, wife, then girlfriend, now wife, and we were going to travel and we did a big trip and we were in like month number, started in September, month like two or three of our, we did a round the world trip for 12 months. And we only flew twice in the whole time. And we did, it was super backpacking. I mean, 
I think our budget was a thousand dollars a month together, right? This is a while back, but we were super cheapy. I mean, like <laughs> it wasn't pretty, but some point. So we're in the mountains in Zimbabwe in a little village town called Tumani Mani. And there's this cool lodge and we're staying in this A-frame sort of hut cabin thing, super simple. And when I say A-frame, it's like the A and there's the floor. Like that's the whole place, two little beds. And, but the view out the window with, I think there's no screen and no glass, <laughs> is this valley. It's just gorgeous, it's beautiful. And the lodge was super cool. And I just felt like, wow, this is really it. Remember, we've been in Africa now for two or three months. So we're finally getting the swing of it. We're feeling like, feeling okay. You know, maybe, maybe I can handle this. Maybe I won't be so scared of like getting murdered and, and, or, or giving up. And I thought, maybe we can do this. I don't know. There was a magical, wonderful place, far away from civilization, anything. So at that point, I, I'm set, I've set the scene. So here, and I'm no producer, I'm no director of this kind of thing. But what if then at that point, I've set the scene, or maybe I leave you with a, a little bit of a cliffhanger, right? And I say something like, and there was a woman working behind the bar. And I thought that woman is amazing. She was a Western gal, the blonde hair. And, and I thought, how does she work here? How, how did she get a job behind the bar? I'm already pretty excited about being here in this faraway exotic land, in this cool place. I'm just a visitor, I'm just a tourist, I'm just a traveler. But she, she's like, whoa, a level up. And I thought, wow, I, I admire that, but I'm, I'm not there. So maybe that would be a point, because I'm, I'm trying to tease, I'm trying to do a little cliffhanger, and you're thinking, oh, what's up with this girl? What, what is she doing and what am I aspiring to? So then we go to her and she sings a song or she plays us music and I'm, I'm there sort of in the, my light is dim, I'm in the background and, and she, her song finishes and I come back up. And this woman, and I come back into my story. You feeling this a little bit, a little bit, right? Without the music, I mean, I'm really missing the music here because otherwise it's just me and I'm just like an audiobook. But this is audiobook with flavor, with heart, with passion, with music, with sound, with, with vi vibrancy and frequency. And we got music to pull us in and set the scene even more. Right? Remember, and we're just, I'm sitting on a stool and we're in this little small tent. And I thought, that's all I need. So I come back into the story, spotlight's now on me again, and I could bring it back to the woman. And the woman comes up to my then girlfriend and says, hey, I'm leaving. And they're looking for somebody else to work behind the bar. Would you do that? Would you wanna do that? Are you available to do that? Right, following me here? We're crazy far away, some African, this is like the most exotic place I've ever been in my entire life. And we're already at the pinnacle of what I think is my limit as a traveler. I am already on cloud nine. This is, I'm already so kind of proud and honored and exhilarated that I'm already achieving this status. But then this woman comes along who just bursts my bubble and 
and wants me to break through this ceiling, not even me, my girlfriend, break through the ceiling of, oh, of this even bigger, scarier thing. So my initial thought, remember, she didn't even ask me. <laughs> she asked Saskia. And my initial thought is, oh, no, <laughs> we can't do that. We, right? She didn't even ask me. Oh, she can't do that. Oh, I can't do that. And I thought, I'm not the type of guy who does that type of thing. So that night, we said, you know, we'll think about it. Or she'll think about it. So we go back and we're talking about it at night and thinking about it. And, and Sasha was, she was pretty excited about it. And I kind of thought, well, no, no, no. Of course you can't accept this job. Of course not. Because that's crazy. That's beyond you know, who we are as people, as travelers, as real backpackers. That's, that's a higher level. We are not the type of people who do that type of thing. You get that, right? I get that. That's who we are. We have achieved our limit. And we can't just, we can't just bust through the ceiling. Can we? <laughs> so I'm purposely leaving some cliffhangers because then I could just see, and again, I'm not a producer, but I'm, I'm going, I'm trying here, I'm going for it. And then it would come back to her. Now she sings another song. And maybe depending on how the producer or even she organizes this, right? Because now then, how's my story going? Where's my story arc, right? Are we, are we like, ooh, are we, are we even more enticed and excited? And are we even more on the edge of the seats? We want to know, what's she going to say? Because, because scaredy cat boyfriend here, dude, just said, we can't do that. Are you crazy? We can't do that. We can't say yes. We can't work in a bar in Zimbabwe in a little town called Jumani Mani and serve, and serve beers to the chief of police. <laughs> can't do that. So she's singing. And I'm, I'm kind of thinking about this. You know, not just the next part of my story, but like, wow, what's, this, what's she going to say? What's the next part of this story? How are we going to get out of this? Feeling a little tense, feeling a little scared. So she finishes her song. Spotlight comes back to me. My girlfriend says, well, to become the type of person that does that type of thing, what's the difference? Is it only accepting the challenge, taking the action of the person who does that type of thing? And then do we become that person who does that type of thing? Is that all it is? If I say yes and do this type of thing, does that make me the type of person who does that type of thing? Well, by definition, it should. Because if I'm doing the type of thing that that type of person does, then that should make me that type of person. <laughs> you can guess where I'm going with this, but I was still skeptical. Yet my wife, girlfriend, said, I'm gonna take the job. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what to say. My answer was, I was still in the, but are we the type of people who do that type of thing phase? I couldn't get past it. 
because I didn't know how to make the transition, the transformation from somebody who didn't do that type of thing to somebody who did do that type of thing. And it turns out the answer is just to do the type of thing. To get out of your comfort zone, say yes to the invitation, and then act on it and do it and go for it. Sasuke took the job. Next day, she's behind the reception, checking in new guests, serving beer to the chief of police. And two days later or so, they needed another person. And at this point, because Saskia had already broken the ceiling, and it was an open invitation for me, the answer was that much easier, as hard as it still was for me, especially because I just couldn't get past the fact that, no, I'm not that type of person. Yet, maybe you're, you're, you're in my scene and you're thinking, like, dude, you're already in Chumani Mani in Zimbabwe, in southeastern Africa. How cool is that? You've already broken through a certain ceiling, which is true. But this next ceiling, I couldn't get past it until I could. It helped that my girlfriend took the action before me. So if you're scared or hesitant, or there's a way where you can get some help to help you become the person that you'd like to become, then follow in their footsteps and see how it goes. I could have waited a while and, and, and seen how it goes with her before I said yes or no. But the job opportunity, the invitation came to me just a few days later. And the answer was a pretty easy and fast, not to mention envious and excited, yet still hesitant because I'm going through that ceiling. And I said, yes. You know why? Because I'm the type of person who does that type of thing. Now the music, we go back to her, and maybe it's a more uplifting song. It's a happy song. It's I can do this song. It's maybe I now know how to break through that ceiling of fear, of expectations of where we're supposed to be and who we're supposed to be and what type of people are we supposed to be in different parts of our lives. And how do we get through? How do we get through the transformations and the changes? Is it as simple as taking action? Is it as simple as answering in a different way than you think you should? Because it's something daring and scary and out of your comfort zone? We worked there for weeks. I served beer as well to the chief of police. And I remember, because I didn't know anything about bartending, and I remember my first customer for a rum and coke and he says, I'd like a rum and Coke. And I said, that's great. That probably has rum and Coke. And I asked him, bartender should never do this. I asked him, I said, how much rum and how much Coke? And without skipping a beat, he says, oh, it's half and half. <laughs> yeah, I heard it from the boss later. We were kind of running low on rum. I had lots of Coke left, though. And I became the type of person who does that type of thing. What do you think? 
We're having fun. We're at the Repossible Cabaret. What do you think? Is that an event? Would you go to that event at the Parade? Would you pay eight euros? Go sit and hear that story and have some music? I would. <laughs> it's even my story. I would. Because it's, it's live performance. We'd have music. We'd have some kind of person who knows about production and story arcs and when to do the music and when to continue with the story and where to leave the cliffhangers. But this stuff, this stuff is fun. This is what is fun for me. And you know what's also scary for me? Is that I am not the type of person to do a cabaret. Because especially the music part scares me. This speaking part and telling the story, sure, I could uh, get my, my points together and tell my story better. But it's an easy story because, of course, I, I know the story. It's my story. It happened. It's easy. I just have to try to remember. But think about that. If we had some production and some, and some plotting and some, and some timing and we had that music element, right? And maybe there's more that I don't even know about. Maybe there's costume and maybe there's background and sets. And I don't know about this stuff. This is, I'm entering into a new world because you know why? Because I used to think that I wasn't the type of person to do this type of thing. But here I am today on this camera telling a story with my not yet existent background music. And I can say that I am the type of person to do this type of thing. I'm Bradley Sherwin. I'm here every Thursday, breaking through ceilings, giving it all a shot, throwing sticks for Pepper there, who's got a busy visitor. Sorry for all the background um, scrummaging into the stuff. I'm here every Thursday, hopefully putting you also on alert to accept that challenge to dare to dare and take action, create something. I just created a potential future cabaret piece, right? It's, it's uh, whatever day it is, August, I don't know, 12, 11, it's some, it's some day in August. And I just busted through a little stealing that I was previously scared of. I'm Bradley Shorabino, Repossible Podcast, Thursday Thunder. I'm here every single week busting through stealing.